Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Tuesday, March 2nd. Welcome to March, everyone. Uh, didn't have a show yesterday. I just had to take a uh, a personal day off, but glad to be here to talk some Coyotes hockey. Uh, not the best weekend for the Coyotes. Not the best, I don't know, not the best last week for the Coyotes in general. Um... A lot of things to be critical of, a lot of things to talk about, and that's what we'll talk today about. The uh, criticisms for the uh, performance of the Arizona Coyotes and uh, the, uh, the disappointments of them in many ways. And uh, We'll get to all that on today's show, as well as take a look ahead once again to the LA Kings, where uh, a lot of this uh, disappointment began in the first place. So let's go ahead and get going right away. Um, let's for first start with uh, with Friday's game, the one on the 26th. Uh, the Coyotes up against the Colorado Avalanche, another home game. Uh, they, uh, you know, just came off of two back-to-back, or yeah, just I'll just say two consecutive amazing comeback wins uh, against these An- Anaheim Ducks just a couple days before. On Monday and on Wednesday, then Friday, uh, well, let's just say they go down three nothing again uh, to the Colorado Avalanche this time, and by this time it's too late. Nothing they really much can do. Arizona does manage to score two, but they can't c- complete the comeback. Um, you know, five minutes of solid hockey at the end, but that's the problem. The five minutes of solid hockey at the end should be sixty minutes of solid hockey throughout. And I think this is the problem that we've been seeing just in the last week. Um, going back to what we were saying in the beginning of the season, this team is not playing 60-minute games. Uh, you know, the games against the Ducks, you know, they had a good, well, the first game, the you know, first game against the Ducks, for example, terrible first period, absolutely atrocious first period. And they go and, you know, score three straight in just about three and a half minutes in the second period, tie it, and then, um, you know, go ahead in the four, in the third period. And they looked pretty decent in the second and third periods. And then in the second game against the Ducks, they go, you know, down 3 nothing again, and this time they come back in the third period, all in the third period, you know, spread throughout the period, you know, forced the, sh- forced the overtime and eventually forcing shootout, taking the win on that case. Um, so that was like, so we're talking, you know, 40 minutes of pretty good hockey, 20 minutes of good hockey, five minutes of good hockey on Friday. And then on Saturday, I don't even know what that was. They, uh, were able to, you know, make it okay. You know, I would think it was like, it was one, one at one point and, you know, throughout, throughout quite a bit of the, uh, uh, second period, and then uh, Colorado takes the two-one uh, lead right at right as the second period goes to end. Um, and then, well, the uh, the closeout for the Coyotes was absolutely atrocious. So now the third period, 
was really bad. And in this case, uh, well, let's just say the Colorado Avalanche scored four straight to make it to eventually take the six to two win. You know, so the Coyotes end up getting one later on, one back later on, but six to two. You know, I was maybe I was wrong about this Coyotes team. I've been trying to praise them for such a long time and saying, "Oh my God, this guy, this team is definitely capable of of, of a playoff um, run or, or at least making the playoffs." And I still somewhat believe that, but a lot of a lot of me was discouraged off of the performance off the Coyotes just in the last few games alone. You know, having the comeback against Anaheim and then having the, these two games against the Avalanche. Yes, the Avalanche are a good team. But the Coyotes normally should be a good team. Like, a pretty decent team. Based on what we saw, uh, it is... There's a lot to be looking forward to for this Coyotes team. And I'll, you know what? I will say this for... Saturday's sake. And I'm not saying this was the end of the all and of course it's not, because the team is more than one guy, and it has to be more than one guy. But Connor Garland was unavailable. He has he went he was unavailable with an injury. Um didn't exactly say how long he'd be gone, but he was injured, so he didn't play. Um so there is your problem right there. It's just like, well, what are you going to do? Um, you have your, your your best player out up against a big team. It is going to make a difference. As even though, like I just said, it's not going. It's not the end all be all, but it's going to definitely going to make a huge, huge difference in this case. But um, yeah, it was not a good weekend for the Arizona Coyotes. They have to come back and really figure out. What they're, uh, what, you know, how they're going to approach the next few weeks or next few games, rather. Um, they have a couple games coming up this week. They got the Kings coming up uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night. They're going to be in LA. And they're going to a couple home games against the, uh, against the Wild on the 5th and the, uh, the 6th, and then back to the uh, Avalanche. And that's some hard games. I mean, the Kings again. Normally, like they they're surprising people. They're bet being better than many people thought. You know, at currently nine seven and three at the time of this recording. And yeah, they're okay. I mean, I saw them against the Wild just the over the weekend, and they looked pretty pretty decent. And then the Wild, they're a good team. With their rookie Kirill Kaprizov, like come on, and then you have to go against the Avalanche again. This time in Colorado, they got some. That they really have something. That they really have to figure out a couple things here, because it's going to be a difficult run. It's going to be a very interesting uh, couple weeks. So the Coyotes really have to figure it out. They really do. Because these uh, 5, 10, 20-minute games, not going to cut it. Especially up against, you know, this Honda West division, which it looks like it's going to be anyone's game outside of the top two teams. 
We're going to continue this uh, this rant in the Coyotes, as well as hear from uh, Rick Tockett and a couple of players following the weekend and some uh, maybe some practice notes to uh, slowly get us ready or to slowly, first of all, figure out even more the team's perspective of what the hell happened this weekend, as well as take a look ahead to uh, to Los Angeles and Minnesota. We'll get to those in just a sec. But first, let's talk to you guys about rockauto.com. I know you guys get frustrated with uh, having to go shop for auto parts and uh, the uh, a chain store or a local store doesn't have it because, well, maybe your car is old or it's not a part that is common or I don't know. It, it, there are reasonings that they don't have your part can be ridiculous and if they do have it sometimes it's too expensive let's just restart all of that and go to rockauto.com instead a super intuitive website that all it does is ask you for your car trunk information and it will just spit back at you what exactly fits it it will show it will list every part that they have in their warehouse and the best part is it will tell you their prices up front and tell you all right here is a spark plug for you that's going to be about five dollars per spark plug um, or it will tell you, you know, how much for your water pump, which this water pump probably going to be, let's say about 50% less than if you were to buy it at one of those chain stores. Rockauto.com is the place to go. It is my favorite place to go when shot, when shopping for repair auto parts. Now you guys go ahead and check it out yourself. Go to rockauto.com and check out their catalog of what fits your car or truck, all you have to do is fill out the information of your car or truck information, and rockauto.com will do the rest for you. And while you're there, go ahead and write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We're back here on the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Just want to let you guys know that betting on... Hockey doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. We here now on the Locked On Coyotes will continue a little bit of the rants of the uh, the last week for the Arizona Coyotes, the inconsistencies, the, the just the major problems plaguing this team. Um, well, it seems that Rick Tockett isn't as critical as I am. Uh, you know, he believes that this team worked hard, and he you know just kind of you know praising them in ways of how they of uh, how they played. And I guess, you know, work, you got to, you know, when, when you're, when a team is losing as bad as, you know, when they, you know, lost like they did on Saturday and, you know, just playing inconsistent games, you kind of have to take the, you know, take the best out of it. And, you know, like what, you know, Rick Tockett said that, uh, yeah, that uh, they played pretty hard. Let's just go ahead and just hear from Rick Tockett on uh, what exactly that was about. Well, I mean, you know, we, we, I thought we worked hard. Like I said, pockets of the game that, you know, it's, they, they put, they pushed and it was hard for us to sustain it when they pushed. 
you know, you guys watch the game. I don't know what else to say to you guys, but, you know, I, I do think the guys had effort tonight. Thanks. Cool. cool. Last question. Alice Kinkoff, Coyotes.com. Hey, Rick, just wondering what your biggest takeaway is from this nine-game homestand now that it's come to a close. Some good and some bad. You know, it's uh, it's been a little bit of everything. You know, um, that's really what it is. Some good, some bad. Thank you, Rick. Okay. See, as you can tell, uh, Rick Tackett, not really saying much. You know, after a loss, uh, you don't, he doesn't really, <laughs> the coaches don't really want to talk a lot. Um, some do, I'll tell you that. Uh, but, you know, uh, Rick Tackett in this case, he didn't. So, I mean, and I'll tell you this. You know, there were bits and pieces of the game of, of both Friday and Saturday's games that, that looked okay. Um, and again, like the last five minutes of Friday's game was pretty good. And there were like minute stretches during Saturday's game, which I thought were, were all right. But, yeah, man, like the Coyotes, the inconsistencies, again, just plaguing them. And uh, I'm just really trying to figure out my my best way of trying to analyze this because it's wasn't what I expected. I'll tell you this because uh, you know we were having the, you were having the conversation with uh with Chris over at Locked On Avalanche, and you know he even he was like, yeah, this could probably be a split. Um, no, I don't even know what. Because uh, you know the Avalanche are inconsistent, and as well as they're they're you know they're having the same problems the Coyotes are, uh, you know. And he says like, you know, that was like one of their first times winning back to back games, but before the, right before the Coyote series, you know. Plus, you know, several other factors made me think that this this was going to be, you know, a pretty well respected split, and that just wasn't it. And I'll say Friday's game was, uh, to me, uh, closer in ways. Well, well, of course, it was based off the score. But, you know, the, I think the Coyotes, you know, fought, I mean, they fought pretty well to end it. But uh, then, of course, and then Saturday, the Avalanche were, def- were visibly the better team. But here's what I'll say. One more thing on this, uh, at least for this series, is uh, just a bit, a bit, a, 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 a couple things to you know take somewhat of a note on. And that is uh, for Friday's game. Um, like I said, it was wasn't the best of games, but you know. I think the cool one one of the cool storylines of that Friday game was uh who was in net Darcy Kemper unavailable due to a uh, minor uh minor injury and Antti Ranta was the backup surprisingly on that game. He wasn't the starter, he was the backup on Friday's game. Aiden Hill was the starter and obviously you remember hearing me talk about Aiden Hill and how well he played on uh, Wednesday's game. 
So I was like, okay, okay, let's give it the hill. I like this. I like this. You know, I'm a big fan of Aiden Hill, so let's do it. And I thought, you know, Colorado was going to put out, you know, this like a similar thing and do, or maybe put their better, you know, their better starter or backup or whatever. And then they go ahead and put in Hunter Miska. And if you're a Coyotes fan, and more specifically, if you're a Roadrunners fan, you recognize that name. Hunter Miska, the backup to Aiden Hill in Tucson just a couple years ago. So they were an opposing sides of the ice. Obviously, Hunter Miska came out on the winning side. You know, good, I guess, uh, a nod to uh, the guy who didn't get tended a qualifying offer a couple years ago. But I thought it was a pretty good story, especially because both those teams, both those players were down in Tucson for quite a bit. Obviously, the Coyotes bought into Aiden Hill. They thought that he was going to, you know, he, he's going to be uh, pretty good pretty soon. And as well as a lot, as well as all the other goaltending goaltenders in the uh, Coyote system, it's a it's a deep, deep uh, goaltending uh, core. That Arizona has, but eh, I thought I thought it was all right. You know, you know, Aiden Hill's performance on Friday. Obviously, there's only so much you can do when the team in front of you is playing not great for forty plus minutes. So, yeah, uh, you know, I and again, that that that's as much as I'll talk about for this weekend. Coming up, we'll uh, we'll take a preview to the uh, Los Angeles Kings as well as talk about the. Uh, what's going on in practice? Some of the things that are going on going on over there. Um, it takes some, uh, you know, betting looks and see if there's any any betting lines are coming up from those games. Those betting lines will be brought to you by our friends at BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. So it's it's best if you want to get into betting. Now is the best time to do it. BetOnline even has it has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets and is free to sign up. Head to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up for a free account today. And use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that is the promo code LOCKEDON. For a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online. Your online sports book experts. Welcome back to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here in the wonderful state of Arizona. Speaking of Arizona, if you are an Arizona sports fan, more specifically an Arizona college sports fan, then you will be a huge fan of the new Locked On Wildcats podcast, hosted by the great Iron Mike Luke. Locked On Wildcats has all the great news, game analysis, guests, and information on the Arizona Wildcats. Again, when it's a one of the best shows out there that you can listen to. And again, it's Locked On Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can get that wherever you get your podcasts. So with that said, let's go ahead and uh, look now to the uh, Los Angeles Kings for one game and then upcoming the Minnesota Wild and see what 
uh, the Kaiju's got to do to uh, tighten things up and, you know, get back on the right track of things. To start things off with, on this uh, on this last segment of the show, we'll go ahead and, and address the uh, injury updates for the Arizona Coyotes. And that goes to, uh, well, to start things off would be Darcy Kemper, who was uh, practiced limited participation, according to Rick Tockett, that he uh, plans to have Kemper participate in full on today's practice, so today for Tuesday's practice, and um, then from there he'll decide whether or not the uh, yeah, he'll be able to play on uh, on Wednesday, on tomorrow. So, you know, good news for Kemper again, but either way, you know, you really can't go wrong with either uh, Ranta or Hill, so uh, if Kemper needs any more time off, I'm sure a lot of us will be okay with that. The uh, other note will be for Connor Garland. Uh, it was reported by uh, uh, by you know Alex Kinkoff from ArizonaCoyotes.com that uh, he skated on his own for about uh, twenty minutes or so. Um, so he you know not part of the practice, but just went went ahead and skate on his own. Uh, Rick Tockett says that uh, it is unsure if he will play on Wednesday. If based off how that sounds, we'll we'll. We'll see uh, what he looks like for Tuesday's practice, and if he is, you know, with the team. And if not, then we we'll know he's probably not going to play on Wednesday. But again, that is okay. Uh, I mean, it yeah, it does suck to have one of your best players out, and again, your best score scorer right now out. But uh, I mean, this team has proved to be able to score goals elsewhere and be able to produce elsewhere. And if they can, you know, figure out to have a full game without Connor Garland, then, you know, that things will look promising. So that is what I'm hoping the Coyotes can do for this uh, upcoming uh, game against the Kings. Speaking of the Kings, Ben having themselves quite quite a run in in, in some ways. Well, well, let's let's, let's go ahead and uh, break that down and see what they. Uh, how they've been looking the last few, um, the last couple of weeks. Ever since uh, sweeping the Coyotes, uh, they had a 3 nothing win over the Blues, a 2-1 win over the Blues, a 1-3 loss to the Minnesota Wild. Again, the Wild are a great team. And then a 3-4 overtime loss to the Wild. So to take a, the Wild to overtime, that's impressive for the Kings. So uh, now this is going to be coming up next for you know get like them against against the Coyotes tomorrow. Um, so let's let's hope the Coyotes can pick things back up, and then let's let's see if the Kings are either being the real deal right now or if this is just a uh, an illusion. Uh, both teams right now standing. So the Coyotes at nine, nine and three. The Kings at nine, seven and four. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed to a lot of you Coyotes fans out there that 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 nothing else bad happens for the Coyotes. That they're able to finally beat the Kings. Yes, it is over in LA, but you know, with these with these arenas not really having fans, there's really no true home ice 
difference. I mean, besides knowing how the ice works, but um, most of them are usually the same. Uh, but the yeah, the Coyotes, you know, they they have a shot to uh, they have this shot against the Kings to be able to bounce back after their games against the Avalanche, and uh, well try to carry that into the two games against the Wild. And if they can do that, then again, they have they go back to the Avalanche and then back against the Wild for three games. So, for next month for the Coyotes is not the easiest path. It So, it's going to... it's This we, this month is going to have to start with a win. It's going to have to start with a win against the Kings. We will go more in-depth about uh, the uh, about Wednesday's game in tomorrow's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. So that will end it for today's episode. Hope you guys liked what you heard on today's episode. If you did, don't forget to leave a review as well as to subscribe if you're yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, be sure to interact with us on social media and follow as well. I am at RobLeano1, R-O-B-L-E-A-N-O-1, and also at L O underscore coyotes both those on twitter again you can interact with us follow us send us a direct message if you want to uh we if you have a question we can either answer them through the message or we can answer them on a future episode of the locked on coyotes podcast because we love the interactivity that we get from uh fans as well as hearing from you guys and really if a question you have is that important that we think that any hockey fan should know, then again, that's a question that we will address on a, on a future the podcast. But again, I appreciate everyone for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys stay healthy. And don't forget to howl on.